We were not the first big trail that you saw that was really cool. Gary Waller did that. We had a no <laughs> We had taken this for a time. Oh, and she brought us some pans. But we didn't have air conditioning exercise. So Vera was with us and Alyssa and some other kids that I don't think are here. But um, they worked so hard, I think for Robin or for me anyway, the biggest blessing was being with the kids, you know, and just seeing how eager they were and willing and worked hard and were not intimidated by us or by going out and handing out the Is 
where Ronnie's back there, he's, he and Mo and Mark are cleaning up debris, and I'm trying to trim some trees. And boy, they're really working hard, hauling off limbs and all this. Well, then we get that done, and then we have some more help show up. We have some young, young men show up. They're helping. We, we have the video crew show, show up. What was really funny was some of these boys, they show up in shorts. They <laughs> 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 very late. And we have a lot of bigger class in the back. <laughs> Amen. 
Jesus died for them just as he died for me. Amen. So if we can do something to let them know that, and I think we need to. We put in those bags a toothbrush, toothpaste, a comb, soap, a small towel, chapstick, Kleenex, gel clippers, hand sanitizers, and a little granola bar. I'm trusting that the Lord's going to use those small little bags when the Texas Baptist men pass them out to let some of those people know that God loves them and that they need to be saved. And I was thinking this week, how wonderful it would be when we get to heaven and one of those people comes up and says, I'm here because Texas Baptist men gave me a little bag that you all made in your church. And that was the first time I knew that God loved me. Mm. I just, I'm just excited about that. And, and my, my goal to myself is when I hear on the news a story about the immigration problem on the, on the border, just to stop and pray. God, use those facts or use Texas Baptist men to win them to yourself. So after we finish those bags, my daughter-in-law and my two daughters, I mean two granddaughters, Debbie Spicer and her daughter, uh, Tracy went out to deliver meals to 11 homes and took a bouquet of flowers. They were expecting the meal because we told them on Friday at Meals on Wheels that we would be bringing lunch. But the flowers were a real treat for these ladies. One lady said, do you know how long it's been? Somebody brought me a bouquet of flowers. And they were just smiles all around. And so Friday, when I was delivering meals on wheels, it took me about twice as long as usual because everybody wanted to talk about the meal we brought and the flowers we brought and how, how much it meant to them. I have one thank you card that I want to read part of uh, for one of the little ladies. It said, thank you so much for the visit and the dinner and the beautiful flowers. It means so much to be remembered. But sometimes we forget that some of these people right here in our own community don't have a car, don't have the means to get out of their homes unless someone comes to take them to the doctor and so for someone to visit. And then one other lady that happened to be a, a, a former employee, Debbie's, we went to her house and she told me on Friday, she said, the food was good and the flowers were beautiful. But the most wonderful part of the whole thing was the six of you came into my home and you visited with me for a while, and all six of you hugged me when you left. He said, I will never forget that day. So I'm hoping that if, if you didn't get to participate the last time, that you'll do so the next time we do this. Uh, it was absolutely a wonderful day. I'm going to say one more thing. I wasn't sure of that, but I will. <laughs> Most of you know I'm the financial secretary of the church. And I just think what happened financially in the last couple of weeks my feeling is that God just was smiling at what we were doing. You know, anytime you, you put a project in the middle of the year that you didn't budget for, financial secretary and treasurer and others have to start thinking, where are we going to get this money? Our church does very well financially. It wasn't that we didn't have the money, but we had to know where we were going to charge it. The week before the bill started coming in, two of our young missionaries that we support had changed their locations and we're not going to need their money for the next few months. So right away there was remembered fifty dollars. The week before someone put 
a check in the offering plate with a note, a $500 check, and said, please use this wherever it's needed. Okay, we've got another $500 to put in our pocket. Last Sunday, and, and again, you all may or may not know, our church budget calls for us to receive about $11,000 a week to meet our budget, which we always do. But last Sunday, because we didn't have Sunday school or other reasons, our offering was very low. Sunday, Monday morning, I got to work, opened up our e-giving, and online last week, you all had given $16,000. And I believe God, I don't think there are coincidences, I think God orchestrated that whole thing. And I like to think he was smiling on our efforts last week. Amen.
went out there, it was tree trimming, it was mowing, it was edging, it was all that. If you've seen the two houses before and after that we were able to do, not only aesthetically did it make a difference, but it made a difference with the families. Now, I didn't get to talk to the first family that we visited and then we cleaned up, but the second family, um, she came out and brought water out to us, and, and I thought, I mean, it was just, it made a big difference for us to be there, because as I like to mow, a lot of people like to mow, some people don't, but some people that want to mow can't get out there and mow, and so we were able to go over there and take care of that for her and for the first family that we visited. And I was very thankful for the large group that we had because it, it, because it made it so much easier. And if you saw the video, it was pretty dirty, um, but we didn't have any complaints. It wasn't, you know, one of those deals to where everybody did a little bit and then went and sat in the shade and drank water and talked about how hot it, how hot it was. It was just, let's just go out there because it was hot. Let's just go out there and move on to another house. And a, and a couple of us talked about if we hadn't had the 11 o'clock service, it would have been okay because we would have just moved on to another house to work and, and work throughout the afternoon. And so I'm very appreciative to Brother Jerry and to the staff that we were able to go and do that last Sunday because it made a difference for the ones that we were able to go to. Thank you.
scriptures first. It always blesses me. Today marks a two-day evangelism effort for our church where we will interact with our community. In your ministry to us, we also receive this from your card ministry at First Baptist Church Clifton. It is truly a joy and also God's plan to receive these written words of encouragement at such a time as this in our church ministry. You think that was by accident, folks? 
I have a whole long sermon here, but the sermon was through you. <laughs> Amen. Y'all know that. I do want to read a verse of scripture and just comment a little bit. The verse of scripture comes from Galatians, the fifth chapter. The fifth chapter, verse six. The only thing that matters or the only thing that counts itself through love. Let that sink in. Folks, when we get to the end of our life, it's not going to matter how much we did. It's not going to matter who all we touched. What's going to matter? Did our faith express the love of Christ in our life and the lives of others? It won't matter how much we have material. It won't matter where all the places we've been it won't matter how many degrees we have educationally. It won't matter how high we attain in our particular field that we, you know, went spent our life for. What's going to matter and what still matters and what matters every day that we live is faith expressing itself in love. I'm still trying to learn that. I've been a pastor for a long time. 46, 47 years I've been in ministry. 32 years at this place plus. For some last Sunday, they were upset. And I apologize, it's my fault. Because I'm the leader of the church and quite frankly, I wanted us to, to do this. You see, sometimes we sit and we listen to the gospel we listen to preaching. We study God's word week in and week out. But what makes a difference is faith expressing itself through love. You say, well, you can do that six days of the week. No, we need to be doing it seven days of the week. Okay? God gives each one of us every day to live. None of us are here by accident, folks. Not one of us is here by accident. We're all here to glorify God in our daily lives. And we all ought to be seeking to treat other people the way we would like to be treated ourselves. And sometimes that's not always easy. It's not always easy to love the unlovely. It's not always easy to love those who persecute you, who look down upon you, who say all manner of things against you falsely. I think last Sunday was a high point in our church and in our ministry individually, personally. And I can't understand how somebody can't see God at work. This right here, this one <coughs> note from our missionary Brent and Crystal in Moorhead, Minnesota, Fargo, North Dakota should tell us that God is at work in this place. Amen. By the way, that's not the only note we got. It's the one that I pulled up. See, most of the people that wrote it, whoever wrote that note, one of you on the card ministry, know who wrote it. But those cards make a difference in people's lives. Now, to be sure, folks, you need to understand, we carry on ministry every week of the year in this place, sometimes every day of every week. We're involved in Mills and Wheels. We have people minister in the nursing homes every week. 
We have people in our church that deliver our bulletins to the nursing homes and to homebound people every week. The Presbyterians even come and get our bulletins and deliver them to the nursing homes every week. And they're homebound. You know why? Because our church is alive. And the words that are written in the bulletin make a difference. Does something small like working at the food bank, delivering a meal, filling up a bird feeder. Folks, I told you, I, I love birds. And so, you know, to see a person looking out their room at an empty bird feeder when they don't go anywhere like we can, they can't get out and move. That's faith expressing itself through love by filling up a bird feeder by somebody that it's faith expressing itself through love by taking leftover flowers from a funeral. That's where all those flowers came from, folks. Etta Mae Burleson, our oldest member in our church, passed away. I did her service on Saturday, and her family donated all the flowers. Made 27 vases of flowers to take to people. Will Gordon told whoever delivered his vase, very few people have ever brought me a vase of flowers. He's in the nursing home. His wife is in hospice. And he goes every day to sit by her side and to pray with her and communicate with her because she <coughs> doesn't always know who she is and where she is. You say, well, what difference does it make to clean something up? Y'all know I like to know. I was on the board of Y'all know that? I had on the first round of my board, the dry shaft come out in my board. I like to paint. You know, why would you want to paint? Because I can see the difference in mowing and painting that I can't always see as a pastor's board. No kidding. Okay? I worked with people a long time. I've already told the Lord, Lord, I've, I've given it my best shot down here. I pray for them. I've loved them. I've tried to serve them. But you're going to have to take care of them on the other side because they're not changing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. But I want to share something with you. What makes a difference and what will always make a difference is faith. In the end, the only thing that will amount to anything is faith expressing itself in love. We've sent boxes to children around the world. We've seen ministries multiply. We've sent a number of our high school seniors off the mission field. We currently, from our church, have four to five in full-time ministries pastors on associates. We have a couple that went to Cambodia and spent two years and they're still trying to stop human trafficking, even though they're back in the States. We have Brent Prison, we've been supporting up in Dakota. Most of us don't even know who they are. We have Lauren Robertson coming two weeks from now, three weeks from now on the 19th. She's been in Peru for the last five to six years, trying to, trying to be the Lord's witness in a very difficult place. See, there are people every day in our church 
that go and feed their loved ones by hand in nursing homes, sometimes at home. There are people every day in our church that go minister in the nursing home. There are people that go deliver meals on which there are, there are people that go by and check on their neighbors. I, I applaud you folks. Y'all have always been involved in ministry. But to come together last week and to see God work and to see us do all the different things from apartment ministry, the painting signs, the filling bird feeders, the painting curves, the mowing yards, the trimming trees, the building ramps. I'm sorry, ramp builders, we didn't get you in on the cliff. By the way, they were only over in the big storage shed over here at 120 degrees inside the <laughs> two fans <laughs> 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 Focus the people around us. The people around us are hungry to see the love of Christ in God's people. So I challenge you this morning as you go. Do what God calls you to do on a daily basis. Sit down and write a missionary or a person in the nursing home or somebody that you know is having a hard time. Write a first responder and tell them that you're glad that they're out there fighting fires, dealing with people. You know, Monday a week ago, busy day in our life about one into all of it. My wife called me at five o'clock and said, hey, I think there's a fire out at our house going on this road. I said, how do you know? Well, fire truck didn't come by. I left the church and went down to David. She called again. I think it's a bigger fire. How do you know? Another fire truck. When I got home, I looked and I, from a distance, I thought our house was on fire. My neighbor right next door and at our water tower, and we're the first tap off the water tower. We had a fire out there that involved four fire departments, ten trucks, two bulldozers, one maintainer, two front-end loaders, and it burned 130 acres. And by God's grace, the maintainer and the bulldozers cut a path to save our home and our neighbor's home. Folks, we need to pray this morning for our nation as I close. Poor people in California, the West, Utah, Nevada, Colorado, they're burning. We were in northern New Mexico just a few weeks ago and the fire to the north of us, I think I mentioned it, the spring fires it's called, burned through the Lido Pass, destroyed 140 homes. Gosh. There's already been lives lost just through fires. Over on the east, Floods. They're having to wade out of their houses in, in waist deep water. Sometimes they're swept away in cars. Folks, we have plenty of things to be about doing God's work and being His presence in our world, right here, but also we need to pray for our state, our nation, and our world. And that's the way I want to close this morning. Let's bow together and pray. Father, you have blessed us so mightily. We don't have all the answers, but we do have Jesus in our heart. And Father, if there's someone here this morning that doesn't know Jesus as their personal Savior, would you help them to see 
that he's the one and the reason and the purpose that we went and did what we did and that we continue to do what we do. We're called to be your people, Lord. Help us be the people that you can show and express your love for, to a world that desperately needs you. In Jesus' name, Lord, we say. Amen. Our hymn of invitation, we're called.